Hello and welcome to another episode of On the Floor with Wayne and Rob. I'm Wayne Highlander, National Sales Manager for Bona Adhesives. And I'm Rob Johnson from Bona Training. How are we doing, Rob? Oh, I am doing, I'm doing great, Wayne. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. You look great. Thank you. I feel great. Yeah. Where are you? Where are you this week? I'm home this week. I think about it. I'm home this week. <laughs> you yeah. got a little confused there, huh? Yeah, well, you know, um, I sure am. Uh, what about yourself? I saw you were training. Were you in uh, New Jersey again? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, good looking class you got there. I, I saw the pictures on social media. From today? Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, Jeff uh, Alfredo sent some pictures over. Oh, okay. He said he was leading the class, but... You know, <laughs> I wish people would tell me when they do that. Yeah. Yeah. You, you never know what I might be saying or doing, and you know, I need a heads up sometime. Yeah, you, you look good behind that sander there. All right. So. How was your weekend? Um, my weekend. My weekend was good. Yeah, actually, it was really good. Had a had a had an enjoyable weekend, and um uh, I actually started to, but I didn't finish. I, I was doing my first TikTok. Uh, what do they call them? Just TikToks? I'm going to do a TikTok. You're a TikTok guy now. TikTok video. I'm not. But I, like I said, this is going to be my first one. Did you join TikTok? I mean, you're in, right? I don't, hardly, I don't do anything with it. I, I, I'm on TikTok. Um, I follow some floor guys on TikTok. We talked about this the other day. Uh, but, um, I've never done a video yet, although I'm going to, and I may be, it may be just my one and only. What are you going to do? I'm going to do a public service announcement. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know why I have to be the one to bring this to the world. And by the way, on my last podcast, it sounds like I'm shouting all the time. It sounds like I'm angry when I listen back. I'm really not. I don't know why it, it sounds that way. I was talking about the other day. You got a, you, you have a great voice. You, like you got a good soothing voice. And mine's like a razor blade, but anyhow, um, I'm going to do a tick. I try to keep my voice very monotone. I, I, I admire that. This is where I want to be all the time. I, yeah. I don't try not to get, you know, yeah, except when I was coaching. When I was coaching, you could hear me out in the parking lot. There was nothing like uh, yelling at a hockey rink when I was coaching. That's That was when I would really get heated up. Lighted up. Yeah. Nice. But uh, I see uh, see we got a lot of fan mail about you and birthday parties. There's a lot of people agreeing with you out there, huh? Yeah, I was surprised. That's <laughs> when I, I sound like I was angry. I really wasn't angry, but just I just it sounds that way. But I had some people agreeing with me, yes. Yeah, yeah. You had a lot of people. And uh, probably never get invited to another party, but that's okay. Um my public announcement for, and I don't know why I have to bring this to the world. I mean, this should be a thing already. Why is this not a thing? Um, and I don't know how you can not agree with me. Um, it's a pet peeve of mine. And, and the pet peeve is this, you know, we're, we are becoming more aware of, uh, you know, uh, germs and whatever because of COVID-19, right? And then we're wearing masks, right? We're washing our hands more, right? Yes. Um, and you washing your hands at all. So, that's, you know, everybody's doing that now, and it's a thing. And this is what gets me. Why has not somebody said this? When you go to a gas station and you buy a, a, a Coke or something, right, 
and, or you buy chips or whatever. They have a bar scan at the bottom of it, right? Yeah. Like every bottle of water and every every beverage sold in America today should have a red line, like halfway up the, the thing that, that if you're the guy behind the counter, you don't put your grubby hands above that line. You know what I mean? Like, I always give them the, I always give them the, I put the scanner thing where they can scan my drink without even touching it, right? Like I go here and they just, boom, they can scan it. But every time they take their grubby hands and the guy behind the counter and, and he starts putting his hands right where your mouth is going to go all over the Coke, you know, look, you know what I mean? You don't need to do that anymore. You know, that's why we fist bump now, right? We don't have to shake hands. So why isn't that a thing where everybody doesn't know not to put your hands all over I mean, you don't even have to touch the things. Just you just put it up there. You 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 QR, you know, scan the QR code, and then you're done without having to actually physically touch the guy's drink. Am I right or wrong? I think you're insane. I th I think you're crazy. What's the matter with you? <laughs> I'm not a germaphobe by any stretch of imagination. Uh huh. I'm. I'll eat sushi at a gas station. Okay. Right? I mean. <laughs> I'm not, I don't have that hiccup, but why is this not, it is so obvious to me that all you got to do, you shouldn't have to touch the guy's stuff anymore. Just show him the thing, he scans it, you're done. All right, so anyhow, uh, today's topic, Rob. Yeah, you oh, know, today's topic is... Don't even say it yet. Yeah, we got to figure out what we're going to call this. This We're going to talk about about a chemical makeup of a product that has... Traces of ammonia, traces of sulfate, phosphate, chloride, and sodium, and a uh, little bit of creatine, uh, cretinine, cretinine uh, uric acid, urea, and water. That's what we're going to talk about today. And a little milk foam. In other foam words, in yes. In other words, animal urine. Um, is there not too many things that will, and also, this is for, this is, you know, uh, almost homeowner, homeowners should really listen to this podcast. Or if you're having a, a, an issue with with uh, urine on on one of your your jobs that uh, that you know turned your floor black or whatever, there is not too many things on planet Earth that will wreak more habit to a hardwood floor, maybe say a flood or something, than animal urine, right? So, absolutely. Yeah. So if you think about it. Um, when urine sits on it, it, it decomposes, right? It becomes more alkaline and, and more corrosive. And eventually, uh, um, it's like the equivalent of undiluted ammonia. And it burns through the finishes and into the wood. It's very disruptive. And uh, so animal urine, uh, you know, first of all, and I don't care what manufacturer you work for, I, there's, you know, you cannot guarantee any finish is going to hold up against animal urine. You know, you just can't. I mean, that's some that's some nasty. I, I mean, Traffic HD has got some amazing chemical resistance, but if you're letting urine sit on top of it, yeah. I don't know how long that chemical resistance is going to go yeah. for. And not all urine is the same, too. <laughs> what are we going to call this show? Are we going to call it urine stain? Urine stains. Pet. Pet. Pet stains. stains. We'll just stick with number one. Pet stains, the, the glamorous side of refinishing floors. Yeah. Is there anything that smells worse than when you run a sander across a floor that has uh, pet stains on it? No. And 
And have you ever had this before where the homeowner swears up and down? It wasn't, the stains are not from, from my dog. It is not. And then you run the, the, the sander of the machine and it's like, okay, maybe I'm not smelling what I'm smelling, but that's, that's, that's urine. Okay. One of the first jobs Bum ever worked with me on, I mean, literally one of the first jobs, um, we're taking out the carpet, you know, and you, man, you, it was just, just, it was an old couple and they had an old dog and a cat and you know the deal, right? So we start rolling it up. We pick up the carpet and we're hauling it out. And he goes, oh my gosh, this is all wet. They must have spilled water or something. And I said, oh no, that's definitely cat urine. Yeah. <laughs> he, he like drops it. He goes, it's all, it's all over me. I go, yeah, yeah, I know. Don't, don't worry about it, okay? It, it'll, it'll wash off. You're not going to eat lunch right now. So, you know. Okay. Yeah, you'd be fine. Yeah. Okay. That's, you know, do you know something that um, it actually can be very bad for you uh, health wise? I hope he's not listening to this. Well, it was too late now for him. Yeah. But for little kids being around uh, uh, heavy doses of it and even adults, but especially little kids, it's some nasty stuff. I mean, it, it really is. So um, just keep that uh, in consideration. We once did a job that it wasn't a pet, it was uh, an older lady that was living in the room. She was kind of staying with his family and for a long time. I mean, she lived there. Yeah. And that's when I found out that, wow, the human stuff is just as bad as the cat because I, I know for a fact that cat is much worse than dog. Yeah. And sometimes- That's true, by the way. That is not a myth, that is true. Is it really? Yes. Yeah. Well, the people one was pretty good too. That was right up there with cat. Well, I told you my story year, years ago. I don't know if you remember it or not, but I did an estimate one time and there was a man and lady, older man and lady, and there was a lady there in a wheelchair. And, uh, and, and you know, it was in whatever house, nice house, but it was run down. It hadn't been, you know, they, they needed to be, you know, remodeled, whatever, but it was a nice house in a nice neighborhood. So, um, Underneath the carpet, he said, the, the boards are starting to cup, or he didn't know what the expression was, but he said, but they're lifting up or whatever. So I said, yeah, you can kind of see it. And I walked through the carpet, and the carpet, you know, was, should have been changed out 20 years ago. And I could feel that the floors were cupped underneath it. And uh, I said, how long have you noticed? How long have you, you know, have you noticed this? He goes, it's been coming on for quite a while now. I said, all right. I said, um, do you want, I said, I can't see underneath the rug. Do you mind if I, he goes, oh, no, the rug's got to get thrown out anyhow. You can do whatever you want. So I took a razor knife. And I cut an area back and, I, and I'm on my hands and knees. I'm not, no, I'm on my stomach. And I'm feeling around how far this is going to go back. And I, as I'm on my stomach and feeling up there under the carpet and everything, and, you know, I can start smelling urine, whatever. And I said, do you have any, uh, do you have any dogs or animals or anything? Or, you know, where is this coming from? And he points to the old lady. He goes, yeah, she's, um, what, what's that, uh, what's that word that, uh, inc she's incontinent. And points at her, the old lady in the wheelchair. I'm thinking, dude. You saw me get down on my stomach, reaching under there. And now you tell me it's from her peeing on the floor? What the hell's the matter with you? So, yeah, that was an expensive job. Oh, that's why we've got to call this one the glamorous side of refinishing floors. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's just pure glamour right there. Yes. 
one was carrying it you were laying in it you were yeah. laying right down in it so. absolutely and the guy watches you too yeah thank yeah. you yeah yeah, yeah. your estimate just doubled buddy yeah yeah it's the truth all right so i'm gonna go through and read some of this uh, uh rob uh because i you know and, and to tell you you know when a homeowner says, hey, well, I can't, I'm, I'm very surprised my, you know, uh, my pee, the dog peed on the floor. It wasn't there very long or whatever, and, and, it, and it discolored the floor. Uh, um, you can Google the, on the internet, and there's like a thousand articles will come up on, on animal urine on, on floors. So you talked about cat urine. Uh, uh, cat urine contains amounts of ammonia. It is especially concentrated in cat urine. What's more, once a pet urinates on the carpet, if it's not cleaned thoroughly and immediately, the water in the urine evaporates, leaving behind even more concentrated ammonia. Removing cat urine smell from hardwood floors can be challenging. For a home solution, try uh, you, can, you can go with hydrogen peroxide, apply directly to the affected area, pour the hydrogen peroxide over the stain, then cover it with a clean cloth soaked in hydrogen peroxide. Cover the cloth with plastic wrap, weighting it with a book if necessary. Allow this to sit overnight at least eight hours. Uh, the, here's the problem with this though. Um, and by the way, we make no guarantees or offering only, only suggestions, all right? Well, we're not saying, hey, this is what you need to run out and do. Because the hydrogen, hydrogen peroxide can also discolor the floor, right? It can bleach the floor out like. So, you know, sometimes the, the, the and, and, and here's the answer. If you come upon urine damaged floors, you got to count on replacing the boards to me. And I know you got a stain formula you want to talk about too, uh, but we'll talk about that as well. But if I'm bidding a job and there's, there's urine stains on the floor, I'm, 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 it's a tear out every time, 100% of the time. If I'm wrong, the 3% of the time that I'm wrong, that's a win. All right, well, good for you. We didn't have to tear it out, but I, I, I'm going in with the expectations of if you got animal damage, urine damage, whatever, them boards are coming out. That's it, period, that's it. So I, I, when we, we were talking about doing this show, I, I came up with four different sections that I wanted to talk about, okay? One was exactly what you just said, patch them out. And then you had sand them out, chemical removal, and then the bone and dry fast stain driftwood. So right now you're talking about the chemical remover. Well, I think the and I man, I just I, I was reading that thing you sent over and you know the said the urine out and all that stuff, but I, I've never seen anything take out a pet stain. And I'm talking a pet stain that after you sand the floor. And the floor's white. Now I got a big ass black stain in the middle of the floor. Yeah, I've so, never seen any chemical that can take that out. Let me let me clarify it then, because you're right. I have not either. I, I've heard people say you can do this or that and the other. I've never seen it. So what on this first one I mentioned is like if I'm a homeowner, you might try this if if, if there's no other defense. You know, you can't get it out and, and you caught it right away. Well, ho hopefully you caught it. That's the main thing. If you see it right away, you got to deal with it right now. I mean, as quick as you can. And and by the way, too, I would take a strong vacuum and vacuum it. You know, I put that vacuum hose right on it too, because that urine is going to go underneath there, and that smell will stay there. So I would I would get on it right now. Baking soda actually works very well too, right? And uh, so you can put baking soda on it, leave it overnight. But um, and be aware that 
I mean, you know, it, it may or may not stain the floor, but you got to get that smell out because here's the thing. If the smell doesn't leave and you still have cats, they're going to come right back there. This is now the place where they're going to go pee. So you need to, you need to get that stain out of there for that as well. No, I don't, you got to open up the open up the the, the the doors and the windows in the house. You got to get a fan on or whatever. You got to vacuum it out. There, there's also products out there that have enzyme removers or whatever in them uh, that you can you can spray it on there. But you got to get that smell out, and um, and you got to treat it as fast as you can. But if you're a homeowner expecting that a your finish is going to hold up for any kind of oh gosh you put three coats on of, of polyurethane or water base or whatever or or, or, or uh, um, uh, hard wax oil, and I'm surprised that the, 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 the urine went through there. No, it's going to happen. I don't care what manufacturer, I don't care who it is. Plan on if that urine sits there for a long time, it's going to go. That's why I see these little dogs. And I love, you know, I'm, a, I'm an animal lover. I, I love dogs. But when I see these little, these little small two-pound dogs that pee in here and pee in over there and pee over there, that's a problem. You know what I mean? Time for you to go. Somebody's got to go. Somebody's got to go. And I'm not cleaning up after you anymore. And I'm paying the rent. Yeah. So I, I think that's where people, uh, especially homeowners, this could be a pretty good podcast for a contractor to use and say, hey, you got a lot of pet stains. Listen to what these guys say. Just so they hear from a third party because – I don't know how many times you, you went through the same thing where you'd start sanding and they, Oh, and what, what's everybody say to you? Cause everybody knows everything. Oh, you can bleach those out. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Bleach them out. Really? I don't know how many times I would take bleach a two part bleach just to show these people how wrong you are. Okay. Yeah. Now go ahead. I'm gonna I'm gonna go over uh, and actually my wife sent me this one. All right, this is a this is a homemade uh, odor removal uh, solution. Okay, for if you're homeowner listening, uh, <clears throat> combine one cup of water, one third cup of distilled white vinegar, one quarter cup of baking soda, and one quarter mild dish of soap. That's a lot of one quarters. So I'm gonna say it again. Uh, combine one cup of water, a third cup of distilled white vinegar, a quarter cup of baking soda, and a quarter cup of mild dish soap. Place the solution and all the ingredients in a clean spray bottle and shake vigorously to mix. Spray the solution onto the stain, rubbing it in lightly with a clean cloth and allow it to stand for about 15 minutes. Rinse the solution away with a damp cloth and allow it to dry thoroughly. Okay, so that, that if you cut it early enough, that might be a solution that might work for you, okay? Take it from a lady that has five cats. Although we are, our, our cats are super good about it. They don't pee in the house, whatever. I mean, at least they're not that age where they, they do that. And they're, you know, so also I'm just going to say, if you do have cats, have enough, you should have one litter box per cat, right? I don't know, I believe I'm going down this road, but wow. you really should have one litter box per cat. I've never had a cat in my life. We've never had a cat in my life ever. So this is all you now, brother. You also have to, you got to make sure you, you, you clean them out all the time, constantly clean them out. Each cat gets their own bathroom. Absolutely. If a cat doesn't like what it sees, it's going to go somewhere else. 
So you got to, you, you know, if you're going to have cats, you got to, you got just like uh, dogs, you have to clip their nails and whatever. Uh, if you have cats, you really need to do that. I don't care. So you, so you got five cats and so you got five cat boxes. Well, we've got four now. One of them, one of them died. Uh, so we do have, we have four now. Uh, plus the two strays that we feed outside. They don't get a bathroom. They don't get a bathroom. They got the world. Uh, and, you know, that, what cracks me up is uh, that we let our cats out. They'll be out for three hours and then come back in and use a litter box inside the house and go back out again. It's like, dude, you're outside for three hours. So, anyhow. So, there should be, I just want to make it clear. There should be no expectations that your finish will hold up to. And I would say this, no matter what manufacturer I'm working for, that it will A, hold up to, uh, to, to urine damage. Is that, that like say that, that all those ingredients I read out, read out, and then the water evaporates out, then it just makes it even more concentrated. It, I mean, it's, it burns that finish. Um, and there also should be no expectations that the boards will sand out on a sand and finish job. You may get lucky. But it is a rare day indeed that you will. Oh boy, boy did I get jammed up one time. I, I really thought that I got this thing down. Okay, I can sand out anything. I was on a really good tear there. Couple of years, pet stains. Don't worry about water. I got it. You, you don't have to worry about a thing. Nobody knows what the hell they're doing. I can get this. I can sand this stuff out. Okay, and I am just going to town this was a bad one but it was an older home and uh asked me if i checked the wear layer oh no huh what where what yeah three quarters of an inch thick baby i'm gone i'll sand this don't worry yeah can you get those stains out i remember the home are you get those stains out oh my god i'm the uh, yes i'm the best nobody can do what i do with a sander and it was it was the strangest thing. I was looking at Pete and I'm going, what the hell is that? I wasn't seeing tongue and groove on the seams. Oh. It was on the butt joint. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. now you know your tongue goes into the groove, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, I find out that guess what? That tongue doesn't go all the way into the groove. There's a little gap there. Mm-hmm. And I sanded about six of these little gaps uh no yeah how's that yeah and i kept going too i'm like first i saw what was going on i'm like oh, i must have gotten in deep there i'm gonna go heavier there so i really cranked it out oh baby did i ever crank it out yep and that's when i said huh well look at that i mean we really started to look at it and go Oh, what have I done here? Look at this mess. It was a thin wear layer. It was an older floor, but um, especially older wood, that tongue didn't get near the edge. I mean, it was a good quarter of an inch away from the end of the groove. So what a, yeah, that was a mess. That That was a mess. Yeah, there's nothing like taking on uh, work like that when, you, when it's not in the plans. Yeah, so that's when we started doing the Wayne Highlander. All right, we'll 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 start chopping it out. That's the only way we're going to get these things out. Patch them out. Usually, I'll give it one shot. 
with an edge or whatever on some of them if they look oh like yeah them. definitely yes give it that one shot that, that um but uh even then like you said like you'll get the frustrating ones where like it's like man it, look, it looks like it's coming out oh that might be okay here <laughs> and then it's like 90 percent out so you gotta say a little bit more well now it's like 94 percent out 95 percent so you gotta go a little bit more now you now you got rather than put yourself through all that now you got you know you got to be careful you're not you know digging a hole in the floor you know because you got feather out and feather out and all these other things that cover up for it or else you're going to look back and see especially in certain scenes that man yeah i see like there's a low area there so rather than put yourself through all that man charge accordingly and uh hit it with a cut and the, back then we didn't have the phones that would take a picture right so you just kept cutting. Yeah, I think it's coming out. Make a couple more passes, a couple more. Uh, you're right. I mean, after that, after that fiasco, we just started. All right, if it's not out in a couple of passes, yeah, get out the hammer and chisel. I'll tell you something else. Is blood also wreaks havoc on finishes? Um, we did a floor years ago, uh, obviously years ago, but it was a polyurethane floor back in the old days, and uh, the, the job was only done like three or four days. And it was smoking looking good, good looking job. I mean, it was a real estate lady. We did a lot of work for her. And she called like, like within the first week said, oh, my, my daughter, she, she cut herself and, and uh, the blood's on the floor and it's staying on the floor. I'm going, I can't see that, man. And that was as black as could be uh, where that blood was. And then it went right through that, right through the, right through the wood. So um, yeah, there's certain things that, uh, and the, the expectation should not be on the flooring contractor that this finish will hold up to these certain things. I mean, you know, if you look what, what what's at, and I, and again, I, I'd say with any any manufacturer, when you look at what's asked of finishes, um, and all the testing that's done with mustard and different, you know, all the different uh, chemicals and nail polish and all these different things that you put to put them through, um, you there you could put urine and those type of things on any kind of finish, you know, it's, it's not gonna hold up. It's when start stuffs. It's when stuff starts to dwell. That's when you really get into problems. I mean, it'll you know, I'll finish will hold up as long as you get it up. But if it dwells, yeah, yeah, and, and that's the issue you run into with area rugs and things like that. You got good finish underneath there, but you don't know it's there. So that stuff could be there for months and months and months. Yeah. Uh, speaking of that, you can actually get uh, uh, pet-friendly area rugs. Uh, if you know that your dog, you have a pet that have accidents, different areas, you know, and they you, you usually occur in certain spots in the house. You can you can get washable, uh, pet-friendly area rugs that you can put down that will help soak up the urine and absorb the odors. So you know, also keep that in mind. So you got you got a name for them? Pardon? You got a name for it? Washable area rugs. I just said the name. Oh, I, th I thought we were going to get a new sponsor or something. I thought no. I thought that's where you were heading. No. Uh, um. Yeah, I, I probably any pet pet store, or whatever you, they can probably tell you what what rugs you could get for something like that. Um, but um. Uh, there's also, like I said, there, there, there is products out. There are products out on the market that have the enzyme cleaners that will, you know, that are made for this. Uh, and some people will say, well, gosh, maybe you didn't put enough coats of finish on the floor. It's not a matter of that. This is some nasty, nasty stuff. So, um, what else can I tell you about this? Uh, um, 
Uh, I'm going to read another one here because I just want the, as much information as I can for in case homeowners listen, or if you send a homeowner here. Using a baking soda solution. Baking soda is an alkaline crystalline powder. Since it, it, it's a base with a pH above seven, it gets rid of urine odor by neutralizing the acidic content in the urine. The results in a neutral odorless pH is it, the results is a neutral odorless pH state. Measure about a quarter cup of baking soda and spread it thinly over the dog-soaked urine area. Avoid spreading uh, in excess and allow it to sit allow it to sit in the dog's urine-soaked area overnight. Vacuum the area at dawn until each until clean clean to the touch. <laughs> oh, got that. Uh, so baking soda does work. Um, I mean, it, it can help, especially get rid of the smell and all that type of stuff. So uh, uh, just keep that in mind. Um, you can also, if you don't have hydrogen peroxide, you can use vinegar or even baking soda. Uh, a solution to that, white vinegar is acidic, thus can neutralize the alkaline ammonia to an odor, odor state free. When you mix vinegar and baking soda, it like blows up. Yeah. Is this a joke that you're playing on people? That, that, like I said, we don't guarantee any of this. <laughs> yeah. Make sure you're wearing respirator, safety glasses. Use at your own risk. But I can't, I can't, you know, over the course of your career, you're going to get these calls about the urine, urine uh, damage on the floor. And, and maybe that's something that you could let, you know, if you got a homeowner with pets, you know, you might, might mention to them about their dog nails and then keeping them trimmed and that kind of stuff. Uh, that's which, which would, uh, you know, if a guy says he wants American cherry floor, but he's got two massive, you know, St. Bernard's, maybe, maybe that needs to be a discussion. Yeah. Maybe it's not the, maybe it's not the floor for you. Yeah. And, um, and sometimes, you know what, there is no floor for you. You know what I mean? You're an animal yourself. You know what I mean? You, you don't deserve a hardwood floor. You know, there's some people out there too. You know, you see the kids riding their bicycles across the, uh, roller skating across the floor and, and riding bikes across the floor and their pets are going all over the place. You haven't even finished the job yet and the dog's crapping on the floor. There is no floor for you. You know what I mean? Have some, have some, have some personal responsibility. Don't put your hand above the mark when, 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 when you go to a gas station and, and, uh, and buy your, you know. Easy, easy, easy does it. Easy does it. All right. Now, I, I know you're not going to believe this one. I told you this. You didn't believe it. I got to find the pictures because I know the guy sent me the pictures. I'll find those pictures. I'll send them to you. Uh -huh. But I had a student at the Nashville school. And, you know, we, for some reason, we got into this discussion. It's not like we discuss this at every school. Yeah. And this guy said, hold the phone. You got to see this. Now, he showed me a sanded floor, okay? He sanded the floor, hadn't done anything to it. Okay. And, and it was the nightmare, right? 20 spots in, in one room. Okay. 20 pet stains. He then puts down Bona Driftwood Stain. Okay. And they almost completely disappeared. No kidding. It was unbelievable. Okay. I could, I could not believe it. You, you, I remember when you heard that and you, you, you showed me those pictures and talked to me about that shortly thereafter. I did show you the pictures and you still didn't believe it. Well, I'm just saying, you know, 
I, I get it. Like, yeah, I mean, I can see it helping, you know, just be careful. It, it's, uh, it's worth a shot. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. It's, it's worth a shot. Okay. Because that just impressed the hell out of me. Uh, the first shot is if somebody doesn't want driftwood stain, well, yeah, you're out. Then you're not going to, right. Right. Then we're out of the game. But if they like the driftwood stain, if they like that color and they do have a nightmare, you know, the jobs I'm talking about where you're like, well, this really, this yeah. is a tear out type yeah. of a job, right? If there's yep. that many stains there. I was just blown away with that driftwood. So that brings up a couple of things. Uh, one is, is expectations. You know, people say, well, okay, you can't sand them out. I don't want to, I don't want to spend the money to take them out. So why don't you just go with a darker stain? Well, to what I always tell people is it is always going to be that much darker than the rest of the floor. Now you may get, get a stain that will disguise them more. Okay. And that, but be aware that it's always going to be that much darker than the rest of the floor. Here's the other thing. If you have a really bad urine stain and it really that strong ammonia has been there a long time and you say, okay, well, the homeowner says, I don't want, I don't care if you sand them out or not. I just want to sand the rest of the floors and leave that. Be aware that that area might cause problems with your finish, right? Because again, you've got that, all that ammonia and all those other chemicals. You're introducing all sorts of chemicals that we never tested. Yeah. So, I mean, um, I've seen it wreak havoc on finishes, oil and water. Yeah, so that might be an issue. So uh, I think that's something to consider. So again, I, I think really you have to co you know coach their expectations. And um, uh, really, I, I, the best course for me is to say, hey, these got to come out. These boards got to come out. Chop them out. Yeah. But, but the, other, the other part of this is that, that um, the homeowner needs to be aware or be responsible enough that, uh, or at least to understand that, that if your animals do go on the floor, um, you know, and I love, like I say, we love pets and dogs and all that kind of stuff too. But uh, if they do urinate on the floor, then it, it could be a potential problem that you're going to sorely regret. So um, I told you about my, uh, my uh, dog Headley. My favorite picture in my life is a picture of my dog with, with Judy. Uh, I'll show you that picture, and it's uh, the two of them together. That is the favorite picture of, of all the pictures I've ever had in my life. And I was, I was a hardwood floor contractor at the time, and Judy has always said, don't bring home a dog. I don't like dogs, especially big dogs. I mean, that was just that was given. Uh, we were probably married about 10 years or more at this time that uh, I was doing floors. I was a flooring contractor. I, I pulled up the gas station to get gas, and uh, as I was putting the gas in the van, uh, there was a police car a few aisles over from me, right? I saw he had a guy in handcuffs. And um, I also saw the top of the dog, uh, this dog's head, I mean, from his shoulders up, I could see his head, right? Massive, big, big, big head on this dog. Looked like a Rottweiler Shepherd mix. And uh, so I went to pay the gas and I, and, um, I asked the, the, the cop, I said, what's the deal with the dog? And he said, he was, uh, this guy was using him for bait for pit bulls, for fighting. Oh, yeah. So, um, so I, I went back to uh, pumping the gas and everything. I say the, uh, the dog pound is coming, whatever. So uh, dog yeah, catcher, whatever. So I said, I said, Hey, what, what are you going to do with a dog? He goes, he, he, we called the pound. He's going to pound. He goes, as big as he is, I'll probably put him to sleep. I said, oh, man, okay. So I went back and started pumping the gas. And I went, man, I, I, I can't do that, man. So I went to the cop. I go, Hey, 
I said, I'll take the dog if he if this is what's going to happen to him. And uh, he goes, you mean you'll you'll take it? You'll take him? You'll take care of him? I said, hey, if I say I take him, that means he hit the lottery. Okay. He goes, hey, he's yours. I said, all right. So now I got this dog who's massive in frame, but he was skin and bone, like he was he was underfed, and he had blood on his chest, and he had blood on his paws, and scars on his paws. So I think I, I got to get this guy in a van. And um, and I had I was loaded down on the side, so he's got to go in the passenger seat. So now I got to pick him up, this big dog who's been abused. You know what I mean? And and I don't know if he's gonna. Go. So I took my belt off, I put it around his neck, I started I started petting him like he was pretty docile. You know what I mean? But I had to get him up into the van, and uh, he didn't bite me or whatever. So I, all right, that's cool. So I got I got him home, and uh, he jumped out of the van right away. And I told Judy, I said, don't worry about it. I, I we'll figure something out. This is what his fate was going to be, and we'll do something. So um, she had just gotten, uh, she, she was between jobs. And so, um, um, so the next day, she took it to the vet. She got it, you know, they gave it a bath. They gave it the shots, do all this stuff and stuff. And uh, from that day on, I was a guest in their house. I mean, that, <laughs> Judy, were inseparable. Uh, so, uh, and he had the rest of his life. He had a great life, man. I mean, he, he, he was well taken care of and, uh, and he was mad. And then he started getting, he still had the scars all over him, but, um, he was so big. People used to cross the street when we walked with him. I mean, and he just was a mean looking dog, but he was as gentle as could be. So, anyhow, um, there's my dog story. So, um, now you see now this, hopefully people who heard you complaining about kids' birthday parties thinking, Boy, he's something, man. He's yeah. evil. He's pure yeah. evil. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully they heard this story too. Yeah. There you go. I, I mean, you know, you gotta you get some balance going on there. Oh yeah. I, I, I got you yeah. get some good balance. Yeah. You do have it uh you do have a soft spot for the for animals though, don't you? Uh yeah. You're a straight you pick them up. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. Animals and old folks. Which, which is my, I'm going to say, I'm going to say this too. Um, um, uh oh, here we go. If you're in a restaurant, if you're ordering breakfast in a restaurant, right, and, and the waiter, waitresses are like old senior citizens, tip them, tip them better than you tip anybody else. Nobody's business plan was to be 70 years old serving breakfast at 5 a.m. In, in the morning. So take that into consideration. And, and, and also, you know what else about that? I want to interrupt you here. I know that's one of my bad habits, but I always tip breakfast people heavy. Yeah. Because they're doing just as much work as the guy who's the person who's serving you dinner. Yeah. They're they're still, you know. Yeah. Actually, sometimes you're doing more coffee, this, that, right? But the bill is, you know, 50, 60, 70% less than. Yeah than a supper bill would be. Maybe your bill is. <laughs> yeah, but you're you're right about that. Oh, that's why I always tip a little bit extra for the breakfast guy because yeah. they're doing the same amount of work, but they're not getting the same, Yeah. you know, drinks and stuff like that. You know, what you pay for on, on a supper bill. That's right. So, okay. So that's my little thing. So we're coming to an end here. We covered, if you're working behind the counter 
at a gas station or a convenience store or any of those type of stores, don't put your hands over top of where people put their mouth on the drinks that they order, okay? Put your hands at the lower part of the can of the bottle, simply, or don't even touch the bottle all, simply just, just scan the QR code without touching the bottle all. That would be nice, okay? If we could start this, you know, thing. It started here. It started here. Remember that. We talked about the expectations on the uh, dogs and uh, the animal urine, cat urine. And cat urine is worse than dog urine. We talked about taking care of old folks in the, the serve breakfast and also uh, be kind to your animals. We covered a lot today. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. And the whole time we were doing this, could you smell it? I could still smell it sometimes. The urine, and boy, you, it's, it was, it was just wafting in. Yeah. Yeah. Something you'll never forget, especially when you hit it with a sander. Yeah, it comes right to you. Oh, yeah. Hello. Yeah. Well, I was going to talk about being on job sites, stories without bathrooms, but we'll save that for another episode. It's, it's kind of related, but kind of not. Okay. When we go there, I, I got a really good one. If we go to the ones with no bathrooms... I bet we both have some pretty funny stories. Oh, I bet every poor man has some good stories about being on a job site and there's no bathrooms. Well, the story I was going to tell was one that I got from another floor guy that just was one of the absolute funniest stories ever. So yeah. we'll save that for another time. There you go. Okay. This has been another episode of On the Floor with Wayne and Rob. Please stay tuned for another episode. <laughs>